Welcome to the Holmesville Church of the Brethren. This is the worship service for July 16th, 2023. You can maybe hear the sound of rain outside my open windows as I record this. Rain in a dry country is a great blessing, and rain in July is very welcome. So join me in thanking God for the rain. Let's join in our call to worship. Grace unto you and peace from God, who was and who is and who is to come, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, ruler above all rulers of the earth. In love, Jesus Christ suffered death to free us from our sins, making all who confess Christ a nation of priests set aside for God's service. To Jesus Christ be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. eternal light, lead us in our worshiping this day, that our lips may praise you, our lives bless you, and our meditations glorify you. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.
join in our prayer of confession. Before I take the body of the Lord, before I share his life in bread and wine, I recognize the sorry things within. These I lay down. The words of hope I often failed to give, the prayers of kindness buried in my pride, the signs of care I argued out of sight, these I lay down. the narrowness of vision and of mind, the need for other folk to serve my will, and every word and silence meant to hurt. These I lay down. Of those around in whom I meet my Lord, I ask their pardon, and I grant them mine, that every contradiction to Christ's peace may be laid down. Lord Jesus Christ, companion at this feast, I empty now my heart and stretch my hands. I ask to meet you here in bread and wine, which you lay down. Amen. This is the Sunday in which we traditionally have communion in the summertime. If you would like to join us, you may pause the audio right now and grab a bit of bread or cracker and something to drink so that you might join with us in our communion time. John 6, 51 through 58. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever and the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. The Jews then disputed among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? So Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood abide in me, and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever eats me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like that which your ancestors ate, and they died. 
but the one who eats this bread will live forever. We continue our series, Consider the Birds, with the pelican, sacrifice, and gift. Living here on the plains, we do not see much of pelicans. However, they do migrate through here. Every year they can be seen at the Birchard Lake or up at Rockford. And in May 2023, there was even a nesting colony identified in Garden County, Nebraska. The pelican is a huge bird. Adult wingspans can be as large as 12 feet, but the most commonly identifying factor is the huge bill with a pouch underneath used for fishing. We don't see pelicans much in churches anymore, but in the early years of Christianity, pelicans were a symbol of Christ, specifically mother pelicans. People didn't quite understand how pelicans worked, but they witnessed the bird bending down and dumping food into the mouths of her babies, pressing her beak to her chest to make sure it was entirely empty. And so what they thought was happening that the mother bird was tearing bits of her own self to give to her children. So they thought pelicans were like Jesus, who also fed his people with himself. This was a very popular idea. Thomas Aquinas wrote a hymn about how Christ was the divine mother pelican. Queen Elizabeth I called herself the Mother Pelican of the Church of England. And there's a pelican feeding her young on the front page of the first printing of the King James Bible. Of course, once people figured out what pelicans were actually doing, scooping up fish in their weird mouths and vomiting into their children's mouths, it seemed like a way worse symbol for Christ, so it quickly fell out of favor. Still, I am rather fond of the image of the pelican. For one thing, it's one of the classical female images we have of God in Christianity. For another, it's a symbol that emphasizes the self-sacrificial aspect of Jesus, which is important. Other symbols talk of Jesus as the king or Jesus as the branch of David's royal family line, but this one is not powerful at all. It's entirely reversed. In John's Gospel, Jesus told his hearers that he was giving his flesh and blood for the life of the world. The words sound strange to us in the 21st century. It's not an image that we're used to. But Jesus is telling the crowd that he is so committed to them, to their happiness, their life abundant, that he will not only miraculously feed them, he will give all that he is, even physically, even his flesh and blood to that end. He will empty himself out for these people so that they may be safe and loved. In this holy moment, the moment of communion, Christ comes near again and says to us something like this, This is how close I want to be to you. 
This is how accessible I want to be for my people, made present even in the most common bread. I want to be here in the most mundane things so that you can be empowered to go out and do the same, so that you can go out and live like this. As Paul wrote in Philippians 2, 5-8, through 8, Let the same mind be in you that was in Jesus Christ, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness. And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. This is the model Jesus sets for us to go into the world and give up whatever power and privilege we have in order to serve those around us. We are called to use our power to empower others who are kept to the side, to use our voices to amplify those who have been silenced. Our privilege is not for our own gain. Our power is not to be used for ourselves or for our own profit. Whatever we have been given is for the benefit of the world. Whatever loaves, whatever fish we have is for everyone. And all we have to do is look around to see what horrors self-seeking abuse of power can create. Instead, we are called to emulate Christ and to give away what we have. There is such power in this sacrificial act in the medieval mother pelican feeding her young with her own body in Christ coming to us in the symbols of bread and juice. How much more, then, are we empowered to replicate that humility, that service to those we meet, when we can remember that this has been done for us, when we can remember we have been formed by love like this, when we can remember that we have been enfolded by a God who willingly stoops to enter our muddy world because it is so lovable, how much, then, are we inspired to reflect that sort of love to this world's creatures? I pray that we find out. Let us pray. Almighty, merciful, and loving Father, we are gathered in your presence to celebrate the memorial of the broken body and shed blood of your Son, Jesus. Make us worthy to sit at Christ's table as friends. In this supper, let our hungry souls be fed with the body and blood of your beloved Son through the gift of the Holy Spirit. May Christ live in us and we in him. Give us assurance through the breaking of the bread that we are partakers of your covenant. May we grow in faith and in love and in willingness to carry the cross of Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This is the welcome table of our Redeemer, and you are invited. Make no excuses saying you cannot attend. Simply come. For around this table you will find your family. Come not because you have to, but because you need to.
come not to prove you are saved, but to seek the courage to follow wherever Christ leads. Come not to speak, but to listen, not to hear what is expected, but to be open to the ways the Spirit moves among you. So be joyful, for this is the feast of the reign of God, where the broken are molded into a beloved community, and where the celebration over evil's defeat has already begun. As we prepare to come to the Lord's table, we reflect on our reasons for thanksgiving, faith, penitence, and love. In this time of silence, we remember the Christ who called us to break bread with one another, and we thoughtfully examine the state of our faithfulness and our unity with his body. O God, by your grace we have become part of the family of faith. We have made a commitment to Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Grant that as we partake of this bread and this cup, we might renew our vows to one another and to the Christ whom we serve. Amen. All of us who are in love and fellowship in the family of God, who do truly and earnestly repent of our sins, who humbly put our trust in Christ, and who desire his help that we might walk in newness of life, are invited to draw near to God and receive this holy communion to our comfort, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Luke tells us that Jesus took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Holy God, we pray your blessing on this sacred symbol of Christ's broken body. May we receive and partake of this bread in faith, recalling the life and death of Jesus Christ. Increase our gratitude and our obedience. In the name of Christ we pray. Amen. As we eat this bread, may we affirm our faith in words first spoken by Christians many centuries ago. The bread which we break is the communion of the body of Christ. You may eat the bread. We are told that Jesus said, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And we are reminded, For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Holy and loving God, we pray your blessing upon this sacred symbol of the blood of Jesus the Christ. Our hearts are lifted in thanksgiving for love poured out. As in faith we drink this cup, may your forgiveness and your divine spirit be poured afresh into our lives through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In humble thanksgiving and joy for life so freely given, repeat after me the words of faith. The cup which we bless is the communion of the blood of Christ.
you may drink the cup. O oh God, you are never far from us. You reach out and touch us through your spirit, through symbols, and through the hands of those we love. We are deeply grateful to have a place at your table and to share in this sacred food. By your grace, may we continue on our pilgrimage, carrying into all of life the saving love of the Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. great love we have been fed from our Lord's table and have been assured that God's goodness never ends. We give thanks that we are members of the body of Christ. May we go forth strengthened and faithful in our witness through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. <laughs> 